0: Viva La Raza and welcome to the Three Count Podcast. I'm Dylan Chambers, alongside me is Benny Hobden. We've got another jam-packed show for you today. We're going to preview Survivor Series. We're going to break down all the action from full gear. And we're going to have another special Three Count Draft this week. This week, we're going to be drafting our favourite Survivor Series teams over the years. So stay tuned for that. Plus, as always, we'll be looking at all the news, including... More WWE release,
1: More cuts. What's going on?
0: Now, if you're watching uh, on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Or if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button. Benny, welcome to the show. Releases hey, the law. What Wow. What's going on?
1: The releases. So the biggest one, I think, John Morrison. Crazy. I just thought everything that was going on with him, surely, what's he? Uh, what's he done wrong? Yeah. Budget cuts. But, I mean, come on. I couldn't believe that one. And then who else? They've lost all of uh, hit row.
0: All of Hit Row. That's bring
1: bring him up, kick him out.
0: I mean, I, I mean, you look at Swerve, right? You know, a few weeks ago he was, you know, North American champion, yeah. brought up to SmackDown, and now he's unemployed.
1: Yeah, crazy.
0: I, um, I don't understand then... what's going on. It's, that seems to be a theme at the moment. They bring him up, then get rid of him.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Who, who else we had? Oh, like Keith Lee but he had a little run, but then Karen cross like they've all been champions and now they've all just been booted.
0: So. this just popped into my head right so the nXt non-compete clauses are thirty days while the main uh, roster ones are 90 days
1: that's probably that's a good point
0: I uh, just popped into my head then maybe they bring him up so there's an extra so three months
1: Vince may Vince thinking
0: maybe interesting <laughs> way to do it jeez. Who else um, we
1: lost? We lost Drake Maverick. Well, this is the second time he's been released. So I wonder if they'll sign him back again.
0: Well, Drake Maverick, he did do a really cool uh, social media post. I don't know if you saw it. Was that... I,
1: I've seen it posted, but I haven't watched it.
0: It was basically him doing a promo. It started off as him being able to, you know, starting to talk about his release and, you know, he was starting to cry. And then it cut into this sweet vignette of like him talking to himself, telling him to snap out of it. You know, you were given all these really, you know, crappy managerial roles and fighting for twenty four seven titles, and you made it work. So you can make this work, and yeah, right. uh, it was really cool. And got a lot of love. Like John Cena retweeted it. Uh, MVP, Stu Bennett, Matt Hardy, Carmella, Carrion Cross all commented on it. So uh, it was, well, it I was guess, pretty, yeah, pretty cool.
1: But yeah, I think he's pretty popular, to be honest. Yeah, it he must be popular, popular in the back. Backstage, yeah. Uh, we lost Tegan Knox as well um and then the others are really like jackson Riker, not really much loss so i suppose a few of them i can make sense they're not really doing much on the main card yeah. or even nxt so a few of those are okay but still it was very surprising to see those ones gone
0: johnny drip drip Drip, drip. only room for one drip drip king in the in yeah, the wwe yeah. apparently
1: all hail seth i wonder oh, what's wow. going to happen with me. miz is going to be upset though surely
0: yeah you would think so um I also did hear that uh, there was some rumors of some backstage heat for a top dollar. Um, You know, apparently this is from Dave Meltzer. So, you know, Uh, if anybody knows it's
1: Dave, we love you, Dave. Take,
0: take what you will from that. But uh, you know, apparently a little bit of heat was uh, you know, thought of as maybe hard to work with. And then uh, he released that kind of insensitive Jinder Mahal, Shanky diss track the other day, which, was taken down, you know, nearly immediately. Straight so away, yeah. Apparently, that might have something to do with it, and maybe you know, uh, Ashanti and Swerve just, you know, copped the the brunt of that, and they just lumped them all in together with Hit Row and got rid of them all.
1: All done. Um. Well, what else? There's, this, I don't. It's so much going on this week that I haven't even seen what news is going on because I've just been so engulfed with Survivor Series and AEW. Oh, there,
0: uh, there's uh, been plenty. Yeah, plenty um, to, to look at.
1: There's uh there's rumors the Briscoes after Ring of Honor are going to head to AEW. So That'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll that'll be uh, good to jump onto the tag division over there. I
0: think. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, and then obviously I don't know. If, obviously, we don't want to ruin anything for. Uh, but Daniel Brian Daniel sent a little heel turn this week.
0: Yes, that will be fun to talk about. We we do have some time to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah.
1: And then, um, obviously, yeah, I guess a couple of the other things are just but we will get to them a bit later on after full gear review and stuff like that. Have you got anything else going on?
0: Yeah, I got some more. Uh, so Johnny Gargano's contract is up in two weeks. Uh, apparently, he has a deal on the table from WWE, but hasn't signed it yet. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And then, as we've mentioned in previous podcasts, Kyle O'Reilly's contract is yeah. uh, officially up late December, so not too far away. Uh, um,
1: the other thing on NXT this week with uh, Tommaso Champa against uh, Bron Breaker, and he pulled out the old Scott Steiner mathematics
0: that uh, was promo. Brilliant. How
1: good was that?
0: That was brilliant. I've got a thirty-three to
1: thirty-three chance. Percent- that was so good.
0: They're going to be pulling out these Steiner references for Bron Breaker for a while. Surely. Oh, did you see
1: his face though? He just started pissing himself laughing. <laughs> I thought it was so good.
0: Love it, love it. Uh, now I've heard of a possible move uh, for Walter. Uh, over over to the U S to, to join either raw or SmackDown, which would be good. He's, I I just
1: can't see, I don't think the crowd's going to get, like, I just, I think they'll just get rid of him straight away again. Yeah.
0: That's probably, that might be the the kiss of death getting the call up now.
1: (laughs) Just stay on (laughs) WWE NXT UK and just enjoy yourself.
0: I mean, Walter's great. Walter's great in the ring, but I can see how American audiences might not warm to him as much for the live crowds.
1: It just depends what sort of, like obviously the same gimmick, but which, how they use him in WWE. Yeah. Like, do they do the old like Iron Sheik style or Sergeant Slaughter when he went against the USA style thing? I just don't think that resonates with the crowds anymore.
0: No. Like this, no, current, no this current
1: audience don't get that kind of stuff. Like we used to, when we were younger, like we hated that kind of character. Yeah. And well, he's it's a, not really a bad guy. So
0: they used to have what the, like the un-Americans and team Canada and.
1: Well, even the yeah. un-American like, well, yeah. When, um, well, he's now Jake Hager, but when he he had uh, Dutch Mantel was out there in the wheelchair with him and stuff like that, and they were doing the we, the people stuff, and yeah. the, the crowd hated it. Like, yeah. Not even to the point of being a heel, they just hated it. So yeah. it just didn't work.
0: Doesn't resonate. Well, best of luck to Walter uh, if yeah. you do make the move. All right, <laughs> <laughs> um, Now, Adam Pierce, apparently WWE have filed a trademark for scrap metal and we all know that adam pierce's nickname scrap daddy could he be getting his own faction yeah i did see something about this so he did have von wagner by his side uh the other day uh as i guess his personal bodyguard uh could we see an adam pierce faction
1: what's it going to be the new authority
0: i guess so scrap be... metal scrap metal interesting um had WWE 2K confirm the return of my GM mode and 2K showcase showcase mode for all those uh gamers out there. Yeah, did you WWE see top. the
1: preview of it?
0: I the did, video, I did. It, Looks great. It does look really good. Looks great. So. And that they, they've just got to keep uh pushing the release date back to get rid of all these wrestlers that are no <laughs> longer contracted.
1: Yeah, true. That's gonna be a hard thing for them, isn't it?
0: Wouldn't that suck as a developer if you spend all your time on you know your job is hit row <laughs> Hours and hours and months and months. And well, you just and, uh, wouldn't put too
1: much effort into it, would you? Because you just know Vince is just going to yeah. pop the pop them out at any second. So. Yeah,
0: crazy. Um,
1: but I, I love how everybody blames John Laurinaitis for all of this. Like, it's not as if it's... He's just the person that does the fire He just has firing. to deliver the phone call. Yeah, it's not as if it's his decision. So. Yeah. Poor fella.
0: Poor Johnny Ace. I um, got rumours that the Ring of Honor video library is up for sale, which will be mm. huge for... You know, I know AEW doesn't have a streaming service yet, but surely it's not too far off. Yeah. WWE obviously has the network, so you've got you know old matches from Punk, Rollins, Danielson, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. You know, the list goes on and on. So that could be well, an interesting one.
1: I would think that AEW will probably buy that.
0: You would think so. You yeah. would think that uh, Tony Khan would probably be willing to pay more than Vince would for it.
1: I just feel like Vince will just be like, "Why well, don't want it?" kind of thing. Yeah. But you, you never know, Vince. If if Khan shows that he wants it, Vince might just go, "I'll yeah. take it anyway." That's <laughs> just, true. Just to be yeah, Vince McMahon, really.
0: Um, we had uh, Buddy Murphy made his New Japan debut uh, against Akata in their Battle in the Valley event. Uh, it was a losing losing battle for Buddy Murphy, but uh, a, a very good match. So good on uh, good old Aussie Buddy I, Murphy. I do like Buddy. He's good. Um, and lastly, you know, we'll, we'll tease to it a little bit later, but Jay Lethal. Yes. He's all elite.
1: All elite. I did have that note, but I was going to save that, but that's all right.
0: Black Way to ruin it. <laughs> I, every, everything
1: I think Jay Lethal, I just think, uh, that, uh, the woo off with, uh, Ric Flair back in the day. <laughs> TNA.
0: I just remember the old, the, the Randy Savage entrance that he used to do with all the bells and whistles. Love yeah. he, he was good, Jay Lethal. So, and he had a great match on Dynamite with Sammy he Guevara. Yeah. So, uh, hasn't hasn't lost it at all. No. Um. And lastly, you know, actually, we'll we'll get to this a little bit later. I'll I'll tease Ooh. I'll tease something a little bit later because we've got I, a lot to get to.
1: I think the biggest news of the week, Dylan, is uh, mate, fresh cuts.
0: Look it's at finally that.
1: Gone. It's all gone.
0: Look at who is this so, guy?
1: I know. It's just like my twin brother stepped in for me.
0: <laughs>
1: now I've got a, I've got a wedding later on this afternoon. So um, congratulations to John and uh, to Lauren. So look forward to celebrating with them later on this afternoon. So I thought I'd get it all trimmed up.
0: Very so. nice. Looking, looking good, mate. Looking yeah. uh, TV ready.
1: TV ready. Hey, maybe.
0: maybe. Maybe there'll be something coming in the future. We'll uh, oh. keep you updated. Uh, in any case, we've got so much to get through. Let's get into full gear. Let's do it. Um, let's start off with, Start Start off with started with a the bang. Cut. Started with a bang. MJF and Darby Allen. Like, what a way to kick off the pay-per-view. Wow. Back and forth. So many great moves. My personal favorite, MJF's uh, tombstone on the apron. Yeah. Um, look, it ended. MJF brought Darby Allen's skateboard in, gave it to him, and begged him to hit him with hit it. Hit me. Hit me. Allen couldn't do it, handed the board to the referee. Of course, MJF slipped the diamond ring on and knocked him out. Then, as he said he was going to do, he used a headlock takeover to get the pin. Um, Yeah, he
1: he did did say that quite a bit, didn't
0: he? He did. Uh, Brilliant match. Brilliant. Oh,
1: great match. I think um, what they were doing, like Darby did a lot to try and prove that he wasn't just like a a spot machine and stuff like that. So it was just back and forth at the beginning. Very slow start, technical, just built beautifully through the match. And then, yeah, obviously the, the ending was what it was and, you know, MJF being his heel self and getting the win as he does. But I thought it was a great match. Yeah. I gave it a, a two and three quarter count.
0: Wow! Yeah, yeah I g- thought it was.
1: I thought it was the best match on the card. Personally, I gave
0: it two and a half. I thought it was. Great. Yeah, yeah. It was what a, su- what a suicide dives are uh, scary. Like, yeah, he just launches himself.
1: He gets yeah. It's it's scary is the right word for it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, brilliant match. Uh, well done to the boys.
1: The only thing that I, well, it was sort of a slow, a small build up to this. This is my only issue with AEW. I've said it before. There's not that much storyline. So it's sort of one and done kind of stuff. That's true. does keep the crowd entertained enough because people move on quickly. But you would just like to see a bit more. Like, obviously, we'll talk about later on. We talk about Paige and Omega. That was like a year thing, sort of. And that was the long con, you know what I mean? But it still wasn't continual. Whereas this one here was sort of three weeks or two weeks in the making and then done. Same as like uh, Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. Yeah, It was just quickly done. So now, obviously, I'd love to see more MJF versus Derby. I think that was brilliant. But it looks like MJF's now going to move on to Punk. So
0: Yeah, I think uh, it makes it hard having only the four pay-per-views a year. It kind of makes it hard to build to one because there's just so much time in between. But I was thinking that the other day just – how much of a difference there is between WWE and AEW storyline-wise, right? I think
1: I think WWE goes the other way. They just do too much.
0: Yeah. Like, they do it over
1: three pay-per-views. Like, do it three weeks before the pay-per-view, and then even if you do it to the second pay-per-view, fine. But they do it over three pay-per-views, and you're just like, okay, we've seen this match, but we're seeing it on Raw every week as well. And yeah. Different incarnation and stuff like that. You don't need all of that. No. So they do it too much, and AEW doesn't quite have it enough. But AEW keeps us entertained because of their smaller shows.
0: Yeah. So and and the, really and you know to be honest just the wrestling. So oh yeah. The actual in-ring product of AEW is so much superior to WWE's.
1: But there's so um, much more of it as well. Like if yeah. you look at show time compared to wrestling time. Like in a 2-hour show of AEW there's more wrestling than in a 3-hour show of WWE.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like actual wrestling.
1: Cuz it's all just re- like oh let's have a look at what happened earlier in the first segment stuff like that. Like yeah. AEW has none of that. They just get it done and get it so I'm, I'm definitely oh, leaning way towards AEW at the moment. The meter's going this way. and <laughs> I hate to say it because I do love the WWE product so much and I'm such a mark for it. But it's, it's hard. It's just getting harder, you know? So but
0: it's just good competition and they're both, you know, different products, which is kind of nice as well. It's
1: great for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely great for us. Now let's move on. We've got a lot to get through. We've got the AEW World Tag Team Championship match, Lucha Brothers, FTR. So many false finishes in this one. I thought FTR had it. They used the Triple A championship on Phoenix. I thought that Uh, was all over. He kicked out. uh, Dax mocking Eddie Guerrero. Uh, We should mention it was 16 year anniversary of Eddie's death. Um, Dax mocking Eddie did the hip shake and tried the three amigos. Counted into another three amigos by Penta. Frog splash by Phoenix. Really great shout out to, to Eddie there. FTR, they tried the schmoz, put the Lucha masks on, uh, so you wouldn't know who the legal man was, but it backfired, and Cash ended up eating the pin after an assisted pile driver from the Lucha Brothers.
1: Yeah, I think Penta needs to work on his uh, three amigos a little bit. They were, they he, were like like he was like struggling with the third he one, get the hips around. But uh, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, I gave the match a two and a half count. To be honest, I thought it was a pretty good match. It just sort of like from that first match into that match. I think this one will keep on going. This feud now, because obviously they pinned the wrong man, so there's a reason to keep it going. And, I did. Uh, I did
0: like how on FTR's tights they had the the green uh, lucha mask head. Yeah, just the little super cool. run-off little thing yeah. on there. Little. little I, I gave out. it. A, I gave it a two count, and I, it was a great match. I think I was probably expecting more. That's okay. probably why. Uh, just because I know how great both those teams were. Two yeah. count. Still a brilliant match.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, We then move on to the AEW World Title Tournament Eliminator Final. Miro, Brian Danielson, another great, you know, dare we say, brutal match. Uh, Danielson hitting a tornado DDT off the second rope, then locking in a guillotine choke, and the match was waved off. Miro out cold.
1: Yeah. I didn't know who was going to win this match. There was so back and forth, like Miro's power and Danielson's just technical ability. It, it, you honestly thought either person was going to win at any second, you know?
0: Yeah. So and many then, counters and reversals. Yeah. yeah. It was just,
1: I'd almost go as to far as say it was probably Miro's best match in AEW.
0: Yeah. That's probably yeah. fair.
1: It was, it was really good. Um, and I gave the match a two and a quarter count personally. Um, it didn't do anything wrong, but I just mean coming off those first two matches, I just, uh, yeah. And I, I thought I wanted, I know I said Danielson would win, but I kind of wanted Miro to win. Yeah, so it was one of those things
0: for me. I, I gave it a two count. I thought it was brilliant as well. Um, yeah. Definitely I'm, above I'm being average. I've been
1: nitpicky
0: with my quarters and halves <laughs> this week, so. Hey, why not? Why not? Uh, we then get into the trios match. Falls count anywhere. Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage against the Super Click. You know, so much action in this one. Great. All spots. over the place. Great spots. Jungle Boy put Cole through a table. Matt Jackson put Luchasaurus through a table. Christian Cage's crossbody from one of the upper decks in the crowd.
1: That was, yeah, that was crazy. Onto,
0: onto Nick Jackson and Brandon Cutler. The Bucks shoving a handful of thumbtacks into Jungle Boy's mouth. Action then went up the ramp. Superclack, Superclick pulled out uh, the thumbtack-covered knee pads. Yeah. Hit the BTE trigger on Luchasaurus. That was pretty cool. Uh, but pin was broken up, and Luchasaurus ended up choke slamming Cole off the ramp. Then hitting an incredible shooting star press. That, off for a big ramp. man,
1: for a big man, that was crazy.
0: That was brilliant. Like it was kind of had shades of you know the, brock. the the Brock one. I was like, if he's gonna do this, don't yeah. be a brock. Don't be a Brock. <laughs>
1: that, oh, as soon as he did it, all I thought was Brock versus Angle. That's the first thing I thought.
0: But yeah, did it brilliant. I think they even cut to Jungle Boy and he was like, holy shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, it led to Jungle Boy hitting the concerto on Nick Jackson to end the match. Um, he,
1: he looked very apprehensive to do that as well. Like Christian he, gave him the chair. He was like, oh, I don't know if I should do it or not. It was like it was like that crowning thing, you know, you deserve to be able to
0: do this. And yeah. For, for me, I gave that one a two and a half. I know it yeah. wasn't classic wrestling, but there was just so much, you know, so much story to it behind these guys, you know, and, you know, Jungle Boy, will he or won't he do the concerto, his story within the match and just, it gave us everything I think we wanted from it. Yeah.
1: I gave it a two count personally, but I mean, yeah, he could have given it, it, it all the way up. Like it was a great match. Yeah. But I don't know. There was, there was no bad matches on this card. So I mean, no, it
0: was, I don't, I think the, yeah, definitely only above average. Oh yeah. Um, we then move on to a, a sneaky one, which uh, wasn't a bonus the match. The tag team match. We had Cody Rhodes and the bastard Puck against Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Um, you yeah, know, good tag team match between two teams who kind of find it hard to work together. Ended up with Park hitting the Poison Runner and Black Arrow on Andrade for the win. I gave this one a one and a half count. Um, yeah,
1: I, I gave it one and a half as well. I guess it was one of those things where you usually have one tag team that's not going to get along, whereas the other team always does. But this was a case of two tag teams that Put together neither of them all got along really so it was always a case of who was going to do what it was like tagging each other in and and then obviously you know puck took out cody at one stage and it it just fed fed into all possible future feuds and stuff like that so i thought it was an it was an all right match it was probably that little settler match that you needed you know what i mean
0: i mean i think and this is not a knock on it i thought it was the worst match on the card but but it wasn't, it wasn't a bad, a bad match. match.
1: Yeah, exactly right.
0: Still a really good match. So, yeah, um, yeah so that was good. Uh, we then moved on to the AW Women's World Championship, Britt Baker and Ty Conti. Now, wow. Britt Baker, she can make people. Like oh. last time it was Chris Statlander. She made her look a million bucks. This time it was Conti who looked a million bucks.
1: Conti looked amazing out there. Like I honestly thought she was going to win it any second. You know,
0: now, like the way. I, I have that written down too. There were so many times I thought she was going to win it.
1: Yeah, um, and, and, and Britt sold so well. and then, But Conti's faces every time she just missed that pin, you know, it was like just like the euphoria into like, oh, the disappointment.
0: And the crowd was so behind it. Oh, uh, so. It, it yeah. wasn't a spectacular ending, you know, Britt kicked oh. out of a DD tie and, and then know, re- reversing a hammerlock into a pin um, for the win. But st- I gave it a two and a half count. I thought it was amazing.
1: I gave it a two and a half count as well, yeah. It was, like, it was a great match. Everything you
0: would want one of these women's matches to be. Actually,
1: I don't know if it was a great match or it was just the way they told the story of the match, I think, was more of what it was. Like, there was a few little things that they didn't hit perfectly and stuff like that. I think sometimes they were sort of a bit hesitant to do their move or something like that, which sort of showed a little bit. But the story as a whole, just you you didn't look at that. Exactly. You you forgot about that and you were just like, wow, this this is such a good match. Yeah,
0: really, really great match. Britt Baker, I just... She just She's goes so from strength good. to strength. So She's so good. good. And she makes the people she faces look so good. Yeah. Um, we then move on to singles match. We got Sam Punk Ooh. and Eddie Kingston. Kingston tried to end it early with a spinning back fist before the match had even started. Looked like it almost knocked Punk out. Um, very hard hitting and dare I say again, brutal match. Lots of animosity. It was it was fun to see Punk channel John Cena at one point. Yeah, with the, um, I do remember that. Look, yeah. He was looking like he was setting up for a five knuckle shuffle, uh, and then got to the point where he was just exchanged middle fingers with Kingston. Both <laughs> there men was quite a few of those. There were there were um, both men busted open. Eventually, Punk hit some knees and got the uh, go to sleep for the win. And after the match, Punk tried to shake Kingston's hand, to which he refused. But
1: I pretty yeah. much wrote down one word slobber knocker (laughs) took a little jr i just went that's a slobber knocker right there it was a crazy match i really enjoyed it
0: i think punk really needed this one Mm. uh i think it's really solidified him that he's back you know the other matches he had were good yeah uh but this was this was probably you know while it might not be the most technical match it was probably his best match since he's been back
1: yeah i'll I'll agree with that
0: um and i gave it a two and a half count i thought it was brilliant I, i thought there were at times Kingston might get this.
1: So did I. I honestly thought he did, but I just, I, as I said in the preview, I don't think he could, you know what I mean? No. And like we said, though, Kingston came out of it looking a million bucks again. Like,
0: exactly. He, and, you know, solidifying self is a bit of a heel and yeah, loved it. Yeah. It was a great match, two and a half. Yeah, I got um, two and a half as well. We then move on to the 10-man Minneapolis street fight. This in a fun. circle against men of the year, and American top team, just Brawling and weapons all over the place in this one. Yeah, they had uh, Minnesota-based weapons. We got hockey sticks and toasters. The bundt uh, cake. <laughs> yeah, pound cake. <laughs> uh, Guevara, at one point, hit this huge swanton uh, bomb from a ladder Trendle outside of Scorpio sky through a table. Eventually, you know, we got what we all wanted. Lambert was left in the ring with Jericho, hit him with a kendo stick, hit the frog splash on him. Uh, another ode to Eddie uh, for the win. Jericho looked, you know, kind of visibly, I don't want to say upset at the it was, end. Of he was it, very emotional. Very emotional um, uh, for Jericho, you know, obviously very close with Eddie. Um, but yeah, so uh, Jericho gets the pin on Dan Lambert for the win. Uh, what did you think of this one, Benny?
1: Mate, I actually, I hadn't seen that much of Scorpio Sky. I actually, I've become a bit of a fan of him. I thought he's really athletic. I, I, I was really impressed with him during that match.
0: Obviously, um, he carried.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: He carried the match.
1: But um, I was also impressed with JDS, to be honest. He hit a couple of good suplexes. He took that superplex off the top as well. I thought he was—he looked pretty good in there for a, a UFC fighter come o- coming over. Yeah. Like he did some quite athletic moves and stuff. Probably like his that. best
0: performance so far.
1: Yeah. Um, and then obviously I just wrote down Jericho's uh, emotional tribute to Eddie and stuff like that. Yeah. It was a fun match. Like it, it was never a technical spectacle at all. But I mean, it was for what it was, you know, just yeah. hockey sticks and. The, like Jake Hager running around with that toaster was hilarious. Just, <laughs> um, I gave it a two count personally, but it, it was fun. It did what it did. And, you know, yeah. we got to the end of where we went. What about yourself?
0: I gave it a one and a half. Um, yeah. Again, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a bad match. Just uh, I think from the card that it was on, that's probably where I think it sat around the, the average area. But yeah, I think still- my... I think
1: my ratings might be up a little bit just because of everything else that was going on in the pay-per-view. I was just so on a high that I just sort of gave it higher ratings. And it
0: it was such a great pay-per-view. And speaking of great, we'll get to the AEW World Championship match. Kenny Omega against Hangman Adam Page. Two guys at the top of their game, squaring off. Fantastic match, you know. All out war. So many awesome moves and reversals to mention. Uh, Eventually, Page hit the one-winged angel. Uh, which Omega kicked out of, the Bucks came down to the ring and it looked like Paige was getting ready for the win and the Bucks just simply gave him the nod. Yeah,
1: Matt gave him the little nod, like, yeah, we're not going to step in. We're just going to, like, Uh, okay, go for
0: it. Hit two buckshot lariats to become the new champion.
1: Can I just say I'm not a fan of that finisher?
0: The the lariat? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, what's the use of doing the flip over the ropes just to – I feel like that would slow the momentum more than anything. Give you some
0: momentum, mate.
1: it's slingshotting over the road, I don't know, I just don't like it. But I mean, it was a great match. Um, I gave it a two and a half count,
0: yeah, me um, too. I gave it two and a half as well.
1: Like, I have seen some other people saying that it's like one of the best matches ever and all that kind of stuff. I wouldn't go that far, but um, it was a pretty match, it was
0: a fantastic match. The match was great, obviously, a long storyline going into it, yeah. Um, you know, and then you know, all, the, all the
1: dark order come down afterwards, and dark order his, came his down his to celebrate. Family. Um, I got to see Anna Jay, so I was happy she
0: came <laughs> down. So very nice. It's worth <laughs> worth noting, as as you mentioned uh, about Brian Danielson turning heel, uh, he came out and got in Paige's face on on Dynamite. Uh, yeah. Afterwards, and basically, yeah, turned heel on him and said he's going to take out each member of the Dark Order as well. So he even mentioned
1: WrestleMania in that little promo. He which was did. Weird. That was
0: that was brilliant. Yeah. Sort that of was brilliant. That- and and he knew too. He knew as soon as he starts mentioning WWE stuff. You know, when I wrestled at WrestleMania for the title, I wrestled the next night. You're not ready to wrestle tonight. Yeah, It was (laughs) was a great promo. Brilliant Brilliant from Danielson. But Adam Page, new champion, brilliant match.
1: Um, There's also talk that Omega, though, is is, uh, injured. He's been wrestling with vertigo, they reckon.
0: So, yes, this was the one I was holding off to. Oh, sorry. (laughs) When I I mentioned earlier. So, Omega's. it's looking like he's going to take some time off. Yeah. I think he needs some shoulder surgery. I, I did hear he has been wrestling with vertigo. Which for
1: um, some of the moves he does is crazy because most people can't even walk when they've got vertigo. So, yeah,
0: I mean, amazing. So, if it's true, yeah. And, and I think it's perfect timing, right? You know, he's lost the title, give him some time off when he comes and then back. Then he comes back, boom. It'll be another big splash. And, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And does he come back? Like, will, will the Bucks now join with, like, will the Page? that live like go towards the bucks or something you know what i mean like will they well, try it was and get it back too. into the so,
0: so he did his goodbye promo on dynamite uh with the bucks and adam cole and basically said look i'm you know i'm going to leave it in your capable hands and adam cole said yeah i've got this and he said i wasn't talking to you i was talking to the
1: bucks
0: yeah so maybe they'll build something from but that then, i don't know and then
1: there was like that cole and page sort of thing that they yeah so obviously cole's going to want the title at one stage
0: you would think then you know i mean we've got danielson going for it. page has got to have it for a while too but yeah. kind of makes sense if cole's going to go for it it should be when omega's not around and then and then
1: omega comes back and yeah. takes it off him for the
0: there's so many ways they can go and it's so exciting to to kind of have a title picture like that
1: yeah considering you think about wwe it's like who's going to compete against roman and then you've got big e and it's like well what's going on there you know what i mean yeah. like, Whereas on that one, you like, I wish they had two titles so that we could have two different champions. You know what exactly,
0: I mean? exactly. Now, well, it's a good segue. Let's get into Survivor Series, Benny. Uh, coming up, coming up we on do Monday. You want to start. Well, I'll, I'll give you a bit of history. So it's the second longest running yes. WWE pay per view behind WrestleMania. Debuted in 1987, headlined uh, by a traditional Survivor Series matchup featuring Andre the Giant, Butch Reed, King Kong Bundy. One Man Gang and Rick Rude against Bam Bam Bigelow, Don Morocco, Hulk Hogan, Ken Patera, and Paul Orndoff, which Andre's team won. After the match, Hogan returned to the ring and attacked uh, Andre with the title belt. Uh, now, who do you think, Benny? I'll give you a little pop quiz. Well, it's more of guesses, I guess. Yeah. Um, who has the most Survivor Series wins? Um, pay-per-view?
1: Oh, can I have a clue? Nah. Most Survivor Series wins, like as in the final person or on the team.
0: Uh, no, as in their record at Survivor Series. And my clue is they do not wrestle anymore. Undertaker. There you go. Oh. Undertaker has a thirteen and five record. Uh, he and Kane are also tied for the most matches at eighteen. Now, the most actual Survivor Series style matches, Shawn Michaels has competed in the most with eleven. Out of the current superstars, Randy Orton has the most wins and the most, match, most wins with eight, most matches with 14. Now, also of note, Orton is going to break a record at this Survivor Series pay-per-view. Yeah, right. He, he's going to have the record for most WWE pay-per-view matches ever. Wow. With 177, he will officially be passing Kane slash Glenn Jacobs to go into the number one spot
1: kane was leading it was he?
0: kane was le- kane and randy were tied and randy will go ahead this year uh, bobby lashley of note is also four and oh at survivor series perfect uh on the women's side the uh the best record for survivor series is mickey james uh five and zero. mickey james is at survivor series you're the snap uh, man i love it <laughs> out of the current superstars sasha banks has the best record uh with four and one so let's get into this card uh Always a we, fun one, Survivor Series, you know, champions v champions. Yeah, They're kind of. I, I like how they've kind of, I mean, a lot of people aren't fans, but I like how they do the champion v champion. We get it once a year. Yeah. You know,
1: and there's no, there's, there's no, like, you don't, if you lose, you don't lose your title. So it's like, exactly. Those, yeah. yeah. So there's not but too it's many still a championship it's, match.
0: It's about pride, I guess, which I guess is what Survivor Series has been like for a while, you know, with the teams v teams. Um, but we'll jump into the card. First off, we've got US champion Damian Priest. Against IC champ Shinsuke Nakamura, obviously not much of a lead up to this one. I don't think they've in, even interacted, have they? No, no. Um,
1: I, I read somewhere the other day that ever since Shinsuke got the IC title, he's only defended it twice.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: Like IC title was always the champion's title, like the 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 one that everyone fights for all the time. And there's just no prestige. Like I loved the IC title growing up. That was my favorite title. Yeah. Like I always like you think about those matches that. Triple H and The Rock used to have before they went to the main card and stuff. And HBK and Brett always fought for the IC title before it. And now it just doesn't feel right anymore. Yeah. It just feels
0: like it's at the moment, it's just like, you know, an accessory for Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah.
1: Well, and him and Boogs is his accessory as well. Yeah. So I mean,
0: Um, and I assume we'll get a bit of, you know, priests, good versus evil gimmick um, as well. Got a priest at a dollar twenty-five, Nakamura at three dollars thirty. Uh, I think ha- how do right. you see this one going?
1: I think the money's right. I think Priest wins. I think Priest probably needs it more than Nakamura, to be honest. Yeah. To get him over a bit more.
0: Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a good match. But oh, they'll think, put on a match. I think we're going to see, hopefully, a hard hitting style. You know, like strong style, Shinsuke. Strong get, style, yeah. Get back to it. Um, but I think maybe we'll see a bit of a dark side of Priest come out and. He may get a bit dastardly, so uh, yeah, Priest for me as well. Yeah. Um, we then move on. We've got uh, the tag team match: Raw tag team champions RK Bro against SmackDown tag team champions the Usos. Usos showed up on Raw and attacked Big E, and Riddle made the save, which led to a six-man tag where Orton get involved. So you know, there's a little bit going on between these guys. Uh, we've got RK Bro a Usos two dollars, so pretty close for this one. What do you think? I'm thinking the Usos. I'm going to yeah. go not with the money. I think the Usos. I think we'll see a little bit of a schmoz um, and somehow Riddle getting pinned after some sneaky tactics.
1: Yeah, I've gone the Usos as well. Um, I, obviously, Randy and, and Riddle have their own little backstage stuff going on. You know what I mean? Like, he sort of seems to be getting more and more on Randy's nerves, but I, I think they'll have a little bit of a feud thing. Not a feud, but like like a bit of a schmoz, like you said. And yeah. I think the Usos just work together too well as a team. They'll look like the team that's getting uh, like beaten more throughout the match. I think they'll double-team Riddle for quite a bit of the time. And then Randy will come in with the hot tag. But then, yeah, I think the Usos get the win in the end.
0: Yeah, I agree. We then get uh, the women's 5-on-5 five five Survivor Series elimination match. We got 5-on-4 team... at the moment, isn't it? It is 5-on-5 five five now, officially, uh, ah. as of this morning. Uh, we have Team Raw, Queen Zelina, Carmella, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, and Bianca Belair against Team SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and the newly appointed Tony Storm Tony who joined Team SmackDown. There you go. Uh, yeah, there was a few options there. They could have put Zia Lee, They could have put Naomi in, but Tony Storm, uh, as announced by Sonya Deville on Twitter, I believe uh, that Tony Storm will take that spot.
1: So I missed that one. I actually had written down here, I thought there might have been a surprise return of Asuka. Ah. That's
0: was,
1: that was, that was going to be my little guess. So obviously I've missed that this morning. But I mean, yeah, I, this, this one could go either way. I don't even know. Uh,
0: we've got Raw <laughs> paying $1.57, SmackDown 225. dollars uh, I'm going to go a bit of an upset and pick Team SmackDown. I think, it's, I think it's going to come down to everyone will be eliminated and we got Banks and Belair in the ring. Um, Yeah, And I don't think it'll be a clean win, but uh, I think Banks will get the win.
1: Well, I think between the men's and the women's, one has to go one either way. So this is going to give away who I'm going to say for the men. So I'm going to say team raw, get the win here for the women's
0: team. Raw. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, speaking of the men's, let's get into it. We've got a five on five survivor series match team raw, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Austin theory. Who's replaced Ray Mysterio now and Bobby Lashley against Team SmackDown. We've got Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, Xavier Woods, Happy Corbin. And we will find out later today on SmackDown, they have a fatal four-way to determine the last member between Ricochet, Cesaro, Sheamus, and Jinder Mahal.
1: You'd think it'll be Sheamus or Cesaro, but, I mean, it'll probably be Ricochet, knowing (laughs)
0: knowing
1: the WWE. Well,
0: they've gotten rid of Top Dollar now, so they've got nothing for Jinder to do. So uh, maybe they'll throw Jinder in there. Yeah. Um. So Bobby Lashley obviously uh, attacks on Ray and Dominic Mysterio to knock them out of the team. Uh, Adam Pearce announcing Austin Theory uh, as he was picking the carcass of Ray Mysterio. Um. Yeah. So it'll be be interesting to see uh, who they take. Uh, SmackDown. Now this has actually jumped. So yeah. Raw were the favourites two days ago, and now it has completely switched. SmackDown is a dollar thirty six. Raw two eighty five. Um, and I'm going with the money. I think Team SmackDown, I think there's too much bad blood between the Raw team for them to work cohesively.
1: Exactly right. You look at the Raw team and you go, Raw team has to win. Like, just on paper. by all the names. Like, yeah, On paper, they have to win. There's just too many big egos in that team. Uh, obviously, KO and Seth and, and Bobby, just those three there alone, you know what I mean? Um, so because Raw should win, SmackDown will win.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I've got I've got Drew being the winner at the end for that one. I think it'll probably come down to Drew and Lashley.
0: That makes sense.
1: And then because Lashley got over on him so much and won the title and stuff, I think they give the win to Drew. And then that elevates Drew to be able to go up and fight Roman then for the title.
0: Okay, I like it. I like where you're headed. Yeah. Um, We then go to the singles match between Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch and SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. Well, this haven't, one, wow. haven't these two had a war of words? Jeez. Well,
1: well, this is the thing. This is anyone's guess, right? Yeah. If this has all been like, if these promos have just been at work, then they've suckered us in.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I'm all in on this. You know what I mean? But if this is a shoot, if these two actually hate each other, this could be a fight.
0: This could be, this like, could be like that, that edge Matt Hardy. Fight.
1: Yeah, it really could be because obviously Becky's been saying all this stuff about Rick and Rick's been coming back at her and Charlotte's like, it's a war of words in Twitterverse and everywhere else. And
0: you know, talking about how they used to be friends, they're not friends anymore. They can't see a possibility of them ever being friends, you know.
1: I think it was The Miz. Was it The Miz came out today or yesterday and confirmed that they're definitely not friends backstage anymore. Yeah. And so this this could be a fight. This could Charlotte, be a Charlotte
0: calling Becky fake and Lynch saying that was Rich coming from yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a and, bit of body then, shaming there from Becky Lynch.
1: Uh, Rick obviously came out and said... Uh, I've always, uh, you don't own the name, the man, neither does the company. I've always been that. Um, and then she, what did she say? It's just him trying to get some good, good stuff on online these days. Cause he's Thank. been in so much trouble lately.
0: Yeah. And that he's jealous. He's yeah. jealous of Becky. Um, yeah. So, so much talk going around this one. It's
1: brilliant though. It's, it's, it's the match that I'm looking forward to the most on the card. You just, just want
0: to see what's going to happen.
1: I think in, a, in an all out fight, Charlotte would win. Yeah. But I mean, Becky can scrap. I reckon
0: Becky can scrap. How how will they book it? Uh, so we've got Lynch paying a dollar and Flair three dollars. Um, I've got Flair in this one. Wow. I think that I think there's going to be a, sh- a little schmozzy ending. Why do I think every match is going to have a schmozzy ending? It's WWE, mate. That's what we um, say. It's. Sh- I, I think. Yeah. I think maybe and you know because Becky's get, having a bit of this heel persona. Maybe they do. You know they try and out heal each other for a little while. Uh, I think Flair's the better heel. So I think she ends up getting a cheating win somehow.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with Becky. Um, but as that's only if Charlotte lets her win, you know what I mean? Like if, <laughs> if the script is Becky to win, Charlotte's got a letter, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's going to be a fight. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. It will be, Hey, great. look, you know, they could end up doing the finger poker doom and just tricking us all and becoming <laughs> best friends again. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that be a schmoz? Imagine how that world. Be. Wow.
0: that'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right, we then move on to the final match of the evening. We've got WWE champion Big E against Universal champion Roman Reigns. As I mentioned before, the Usos attacked Big E on Raw. They said they were going to be sending a message from Roman Reigns. Big E ended up demolishing them and saying he was sending a message back to Reigns. We have Reigns $1.20, Big E $4. Uh, How do you see this one going?
1: Mate, the money's right. Roman wins. Um, I think this is obviously the Usos will get involved somehow. Um, do we see a mini shield reunion? Does Seth come out and screw over big E because obviously he's the number one contender, obviously there won't be a shield reunion, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. he'll come out, he'll look at Roman, he'll do that whole thing. You know, Roman will be like, eh, whatever, do what you got to do. Um, and yeah, I think Roman wins.
0: Yeah. I've, I've got Reigns as well. It's hard to see Roman losing, um, and I obviously, think if,
1: Woods Woods is there as well, so Woods can come out and help Big E if he if he needs to.
0: Yeah, like, the, the Usos will come out too, no doubt. And I think if if the Usos are involved, you know, it doesn't hurt Big E too much getting the loss against Roman Reigns.
1: No, Roman's the best in the company at the moment, so yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't obviously.
1: know. Is, is Kofi is Kofi okay at the moment? Can Kofi come back and help out at all? Like,
0: I'm not too sure like what's going on, Kofi. Funnily enough, actually, uh, so Reigns lost last week to. Uh, Xavier Woods by disqualification. Was now, supposed- this, yeah. is, this is the first time Roman Reigns has lost in yeah. you know, like forever a year. Yeah, crazy. It was by disqualification, but it was a loss. So uh, And he did not bend the knee for King Woods. No. Maybe Big E forces him to bend the knee.
1: No, we will see, see. It
0: happening. We will see. Okay, that's it for our Survivor Series preview. We're now going to what move a- on to a bit of fun. It's time for the three-count draft, the best Ooh. Survivor Series teams. Now, the rules are we get to select a certain team from a certain year. Uh,
1: That's pretty much it. <laughs> so, we can,
0: so we can include the same superstars as long as it's not the same team from the same year. Yeah. Uh, we won't be picking the, the big 10v10 10 10 team matchups because it's just too much there. And to be fair, they weren't the greatest anyway. Uh, and the other note is, is that you have the number one pick. Yeah, I do. Do you feel like now, there's a 101 with this draft? 100%. Yeah. Okay. Do you think there was? I I think there is, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know if you have it. And if not, I'll take it.
1: Okay. Well, my number one pick, I've got my little post-it notes again here. So I've been doing some work. Last time this worked for me. So I'll see how we go. 2001 Team WWF.
0: Oh, that was my 101.
1: Yeah. we got, we got The Rock, Jericho, Taker, Kane, and Big Show. That was, yeah, that's, that was, that's the one I
0: That's hard to time. go past that one. I completely yeah. agree. Um, ah, all right.
1: Oh, I finally got one yeah. right.
0: That was, that was definitely the one I um, All right. I'm going to go. This is more of a, a me being a Mark um, kind of. I pick...
1: already know what it is. 2006
0: DX. 2006 team DX. We've got Shawn Michaels, <laughs> triple H. CM Punk and the Hardy Boys.
1: Mate, we are two in sync.
0: They were
1: my top two. So it's, it's funny they've got one two. So. Good pick. Very good pick. Um, all right. My next pick. Oh, all right. I tossed up between a couple here, but I'm going to go with 2012 Team Foley.
0: Okay, I did have that on my list.
1: I've got Daniel Bryan, Kane, Kofi Kingston, The Miz, and Randy Orton.
0: And it's a good pick. That was on my list.
1: They lost, but they were still... I'm not even going off who wins or loses in these matches. I'm just going off the team as themselves, if you look at them on paper. so
0: Okay. Uh, Well, I'm going to run it back and kind of shadow your number one pick. I'm going with The Alliance from 2001. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, and Shane McMahon with my second yeah. pick.
1: That was also on my list. That's a great team as well.
0: Um, two thousand one. Oh. What a great year for Survivor Series.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is the next. This next one's tough. All right. So, what a pick three. I'm going to go two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand five SmackDown Team SmackDown. We've got Batista, Bobby Lashley, JBL, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio.
0: That was on yeah. my list too. That's a good that, pick.
1: That's 5 ch- World Champions right there. Like they've yeah. all been world champions, obviously Lashley only recently, but I mean what a what a team that is.
0: Yeah, brilliant. All right. I should probably write these down so I can announce them later on. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a brick here as well. Okay, good good to know. Um all right.
1: This is one of those ones we're thinking too hard about. This, so yeah,
0: I know. And I have, I actually have like the third on my list left, but I picked some of those guys in a different match and I I don't. Okay, with my next pick, I'm gonna take Team Raw from 2016.
1: Oh my goodness, we are too in sync with this. This is crazy. Got
0: Braun Strowman, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins.
1: Yeah, that's a great team. But they lost. They did. Yeah. So, all right then. Well, with my fourth pick, I'm going to take Team SmackDown from the same year. Okay. Which is AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton, and Shane McMahon.
0: I do have that on my my list as well.
1: They were, they were literally, I couldn't toss up between the two. So I'm glad you took Team Raw so that I could take the other one.
0: Okay. Um, with my next pick, I'm going to go a bit old school.
1: Oh, don't take it.
0: I'm going to go. My... I, I, I think you know what I'm going to take. I'm going back to 1994.
1: Oh, no, nah, you're all right. got to get older.
0: 1994, I'm going the Teamsters. got Diesel, Jeff Jarrett, Jim Neidhart, Owen Hart, and Shawn Michaels.
1: Yeah, it's a good team. All right. That is a good team. It does have my my boy in there. (laughs) Um, My last pick, now, I tossed up a couple here, but my last pick is probably the best heel Survivor Series team of all time. We're going to go 1988. Ooh. Managed by Bobby the Brain Heenan. The team of Andre the Giant, Dino Bravo, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect and Harley Race.
0: Oh, geez. Here we go. Andre, Bravo, Rude, Race. And Mr. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's a good team.
1: And and just to be managed by, uh, by Bobby the Brain Heenan, the best heel manager of all time. Like, I just think that that's... You can't beat that team. That's an amazing team.
0: All right. What does that leave me with? Um, Damn, there's a... Oh, I'm tossing up here. This is a really tough last pick. (laughs) All right. I'm going to take... From 2013, we've got The Shield and The Real Americans. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Cesaro, and Jack Swagger, as he was then known.
1: Yeah, I think I've I've got you covered, mate.
0: We'll see. Uh, What was your third pick again? uh... Uh, My third pick was? That was 2005 SmackDown? Yes. And the next one was? The 2016 SmackDown. 2016 SmackDown. All right. Yeah. Let's try and go through this. Is uh. A... All right. So for you, Benny. Yeah. First pick, you've got the 2001 team: WWF, The Rock, Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, Kane, and Big Show. Boom. Second pick, you have Team Foley. We've got Daniel Bryan, Kane, Kofi Kingston, The Miz, and Randy Orton, accompanied by Mick Foley. Third pick, we have the 2005 Team SmackDown. Batista, Bobby Lashley, JBL, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio. Then we have the 2016 2016 SmackDown team. Uh, If I can find it. Uh, There it is. Uh, AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton, and Shane McMahon. And lastly, the team in 1988, Team Bobby the Brain Heenan, Got Andre the Giant, Dino Bravo, Rude, Harley Race, and Mr. Mr. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. All right. You think you've got this? So I have my first pick: Team DX, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, CM Punk, and the Hardy Boys, Jeff and Matt. Then I have Team Alliance as my second pick from 2001: Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, and Shane McMahon third pick we have the 2016 team raw which is braun Strowman, chris jericho kevin owens roman reigns and seth rollins i went a bit old school with my fourth pick 1998 sorry Four. No, 1994 the teamsters diesel jeff jarrett jim knightheart owen hart and sean michaels and lastly it was team shield yeah dean ambrose roman reigns seth rollins with the real americans cesaro and jack swagger lot of names there, but...
1: A lot of names. It's good to see Shane O'Mac got a start for both of us.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking, too, that Team Alliance, you know, it was just Booker T was the real one who wasn't already (laughs) a WWE star.
1: But obviously that was a weird time for WWE,
0: WWF at the time. Great Um, teams. Great teams there, Just a couple
1: of honourable mentions. 1995, the Dark Side team. So it was the Undertaker, Savio Vega, Fatu, and Henry O. Godwin. So it was pretty much just BKS. Yeah, it was just Undertaker's BKS boys, just all together. <laughs> they should have just been called Team BKS, uh, BSK. Sorry. And um, and the other honorable mention: eighty-nine million dollar team, which was the first appearance of the Undertaker.
0: Oh, uh, yes, of course.
1: Um, on on TV, so was it eighty-nine? No. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And then uh, well, uh,
1: he went on to win the title the following year against Hogan at Survivor Series. So. Uh,
0: so it only took him a year to get to the title. I had a few honorable mentions too. This was actually very high on my list and I, I just didn't end up taking it. 1999 had Edge and Christian and the Hardy boys. I've
1: literally title, got it on my list. <laughs>
0: which is uh, going. I also had uh, team raw from 2017, which was Angle, Strowman, Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was another 2000, which was a great year for the tag team division, Dudley boys and Hardy boys together.
1: I did see that one. Um,
0: And the last one I had was uh, in 2003, Team Bischoff. Chris Jericho, Christian, Mark Henry, Randy Orton, and Scott Steiner.
1: Yeah. Well, we talked about this during the week, and um, it was actually one of the other teams that I had written down. He was 2004 Team Triple H, which was Triple H, Batista, Edge, and then Gene Snitsky. Yeah. And and we did talk about Gene Snitsky during the week. So we said,
0: at what point does one person completely ruin a team?
1: And I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But (laughs) as before, I shaved this off, I was going to plait this into a Gene Snitsky, but luckily I got rid of it. So there we go. Poor old
0: Gene. Now, I hope you enjoyed the draft. That's it for our Survivor Series preview and full gear review. What a show! Big show. show today. Thanks for joining us. As I mentioned, you know, we'll, we'll post the fantasy drafts to the socials. I'll see if I can fit that into a social post. It should be fun. Champ right
1: here. Tell us
0: who you think drafted the the better five teams uh, or Reckon. who you think. Uh, yes. Yes. I'll sure. get,
1: I get that title over there above your shoulder if I win this one. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Or oh, tell us who you think we missed out. You know, hit us up on the socials at three count pod on Twitter and Facebook at three count podcast on Instagram or email us three count pod at outlook.com. Now we'll be back next week for our thoughts on all the happenings from survivor series and the raw afterwards. Cool. Eddie, once again, thanks for your time.
1: Feel pleasure. As always, mate, look forward to a massive survivor series.
0: Thank you. And yeah. Enjoy survivor series, everyone.
1: Take care.